Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Hello and welcome to the Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi podcast. My name is Carol Oyola. If you're an ardent follower of our podcast, you know that we are wrapping up the Mama series that's been running this whole month of May. On behalf of Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi, thank you to all our lovely moms who took the time to share their stories with us and with the world. If you're tuning in for the first time, don't fret. Once you're done listening to this episode, you can go back to the homepage and get all other episodes in this series and so much more. I have the honor and privilege of having the last word on this series. This week, we'll look at finding your motherhood tribe. But before we start, let me give you a bit of background so that you can get to know me a little better. Sindio. Now, in case you forgot, my name is Carol. <laughs> I am married with two children. I'm a strategic communications professional, events MC, and conference moderator, as well as a podcaster. Not for this podcast. I have my own. I am also a child of God. I am born again, and I love to serve my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I first became a mother in 2013. The pregnancy was really good actually by the way except for the first trimester which was a trouble yeah let's just say even to the point i even lost five kgs in my first trimester but from the second trimester onwards i was pretty active it wasn't um so bad it was smooth sailing so it went on without any challenges now let's just fast forward to the first weeks of raising a baby um for okay so my i did a c-section not by choice um it was more of an emergency c-section um but i'm glad that my baby girl came out healthy and safe and so was i so we're now home and now we have to raise this child by the way mothers will attest to this there's just something about the hospital air And when you get home, when they're in the hospital, they behave, they sleep so well, you know, they're chill. You're just thinking, oh, I have such a chill baby. Way, way, way. You wait till you get to that house and then you will know what chill does not mean. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but it was it was hard. I won't lie to you. It was really hard. I had no idea what I was doing. And clearly, does anyone ever know? Like there's no parenting manual. It's not like God when he gives you this gift um he's like here here's the manual uh this is what they need to feed and this is the time that they sleep you know all that no 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 and plus my husband was very very supportive but of course there was tension here and there because we are both first-time parents so of course we are arguing over how to hold a baby or when washing the baby oh is the room warm you know so many things now the postpartum depression started kicking in And I would cry, like cry, weep when my baby was crying. I would lock myself in the room with a baby, like no showering, no getting out. Like I was just there. I was even struggling to eat because I was just so, so stressed. But the time when I knew something was really, really wrong is that my daughter, there was a point she had cried for like several minutes. And she didn't have colic, by the way, but she was just crying. Later, I found out it was because of hunger, because my milk was not coming in well. And so, of course, she was starving, which I didn't know. Okay, not starving really, but she was just not getting enough milk. So the time when I knew 
things were thick is when I just shook her and threw her on the bed. And immediately at that point, I just knew, by the way, something is wrong. I need help. But I didn't know how to get help or even to do, like how what to do next, you know. So I remember just holding her and apologizing, like, what? It, yeah, that was hard. But now, funny enough, and I always say this is like some sort of divine uh, intervention or connection, whatever you want to call it. But I sometimes I feel like God just had to make a way. Um, later that evening, um, my friend asked me if I was interested in joining a WhatsApp group of six mothers who had given birth around the same time. That was in August 2013. So I agreed because I needed to feel like I wasn't going through the stress alone. Like I was like, eh, Baina, if this is me. And the good thing is that one mom in that group was a third-time mother and the rest were all first-time moms. So it was a good, like a good blend and mix. So the one mom, of course, was the, who we call the veteran and the rest of us were just like taking each day as it comes. But to this day, I credit those ladies for helping me get out of my postpartum depression, as in at whatever time they were available to respond to questions, to offer counsel, to share frustrations. You know, by the way, because we're all having babies the same age. And of course, at 2 a.m. when you're up for a feed, at least you're sure that you can have somebody who will hear you. If you're not sure what's happening with your child, if they're reacting to something, at least you can ask. And... You know, there's just that one of, oh, even me, my child is doing the same thing. So, yeah, it was really a good space. And I like to joke that WhatsApp saved my life, by the way, literally. But that group really um, took me out of a really, really dark hole. So what am I getting to with all this? Every mother needs a rock-solid support system to help her survive and thrive. Motherhood is just not easy. Um, and in the days of our mothers and grandmothers, the village would come together to raise the child. You remember that saying that it takes a village to raise a child? Those days, by the way, those things were true. Like the mother comes from the clinic or if she gave birth at home, there's a grandmother there, there's an auntie there, there's a neighbor there. As in, she didn't feel like she was alone. They communally supported her um, in raising the child. And so that's why in this day and age of social distancing <laughs> yeah where we are at right now and every man for himself mentality it's important as a mother to find your support your, your support system that is your tribe it is imperative that your motherhood tribe includes mothers who have children who are similar in age and needs of your own now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that you cannot have or keep friends if you don't have children close in age it's just that both of you will benefit from the perspective of one another no matter your two situations proverbs 27 verse 17 says as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another proverbs 12 26 says the righteous choose their friends carefully but the way of the wicked leads them astray so even as you're trying to find out who isn't who can i talk to I'll go back to that WhatsApp group I mentioned that these were ladies who we were all having children who were born different dates, but the same month. So literally, like we could relate. We really did could relate. If I was with a mom who, for example, was a mother to a teenager, 
Mm, I mean, she would help, but it would be a bit, you know, I would feel like, Ay, you're not relating because you were here, yes, before, but it's been a while. However, it does mean that you need to seek and find mothers that are in similar stages of life so that you have the support system that you need to help you with what you're dealing with every day. You need similar perspectives and challenges in your motherhood tribe because you need people that are thinking about the same things that you are day in, day out. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12, two are better than one. I know people like Jesus in marriages um, or relationships, but two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Yani, even the Bible is saying, pity the one who falls. And we're not saying that in motherhood you fall, but there are times even in life you feel like you're failing, you feel like you've made mistakes, but you don't have somebody around you or people around you who can lift you up and help you up. Now, it's easy to find mothers, by the way, to add to your motherhood tribe. Perhaps, for example, do you have friends who give birth at the same time as you? I think that's like the easiest way and you're able to connect much easier um, that because if you had those ex existing friendships already, it's easier for you to um, connect in that way. Another way is through children in the same class as your child. So, for example, if you have a school going child, um, you may meet a mother or a parent um, in school who... You guys can connect. You can also find other moms at church. I know, like at Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi, I know there are mothers who've connected just by being at the what we call it Toto's Corner, um, where when they're going, when the children are just causing a fit, and we all huddle up there. Um, yeah, you're able to connect, or even mothers around your estate or your neighborhood, or even if you're taking a stroll at the mall. Now the extroverts will like be excited at this, but wherever you are with your child or children, look around you for other moms to reach out to. Don't do it alone. And whatever and however you prefer to socialize with other mothers, make sure that your primary focus is to help other people. Motherhood tribes are not a time and a place to reflect on yourself, but to look for ways to uplift and help others. Of course, if you have a great tribe, they will do the same for you. So the same way you're being fed, the same way you're being uplifted, the same way you're being supported and helped, uh, do the same for others. Um, but as you cultivate your tribe, make sure that you're in a position to help others. And not just within your tribe, but you and your tribe can come together and find ways to volunteer your time within your community. However much you're able to contribute will bless other people, but most of all, it will um, really bless you as a person. So serving other people lifts even the most weary and broken and downtrodden mother's heart. Since mothers serve their children and family every day, it is imperative to reach outside that daily circle and help others too. It clears your mind and it just gives you the perspective you need outside of your situation. You know that saying where people say, um, wow, when I had some uh, this and this person's story or testimony, Yani, I felt that I was not alone, so I would really want to help them. So it's just the same way. As you're looking for the help, do the same, reciprocate it. So when you have a group of friends that are all choosing to spend their time helping others, it really strengthens your friendships and it magnifies your efforts. Um, let's look at Colossians 3 verses 12 to 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, 
Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So it's basically how you're using love by reaching out in love to another mother, reaching out to a mother in need, um, just as the word directs us to. So finding your tribe can me can mean pushing yourself to step outside of your comfort zone to reach out to others. Now, it may seem a bit difficult at first, but once you find a group of friends who understand and support you, it is well worth the time and effort put into building and strengthening those relationships. Above all, your motherhood tribe can also help you pray through different situations. Corporate or collective prayer is so important um, and really contributes in building your faith. I know there are times when I was like, Aki, you guys, I can't even pray. Yani, I don't have the energy. But when people come together and pray uh, with you and for you and stand in the gap, it really, really helps. Let's look at Job uh, chapter 16, verses 20 to 21. My intercessor is my friend. As my eyes pour out tears to God, on behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. So just the same way you would step in for your friend. Um, step in for them in prayer. If you cannot do anything else, uh, pray for them and have that tribe who will pray for you um, and pray with you as well. So it's, I think even at the basis of finding your tribe, are people you share values with. It's just the same thing with friendships. But in this one, now the common denominator in all of it will be that you're all mothers. So nothing new here, really. <laughs> nothing new. So in all this, remember, you're doing great, mama. You are a great mother. There's just a sixth instinct, or is it inner instinct that God gave us? That we are able to just thrive in motherhood no matter the, the stress. So don't do it alone. Seek help. Find your tribe. And above all, ask the Holy Spirit to give you strength and grace for this beautiful and amazing journey as you raise this beautiful bundle of joy. Mm -hmm.